0: My name is Paula, and I'm so glad you're listening to this small but mighty little podcast of mine. The mission of this podcast is to inspire joy, focus on the light, and get good at feeling good. Today, we are talking about travel and the benefits of travel on our mental health. Before we get into the topic, I probably should give a little update about the trip that I was supposed to take last week to Ireland. So, if you listened to last week's episode, you'll know that I was supposed to go to Ireland to visit my brother, who's studying and living in Galway, plus my mom's side of the family. So, like all my um, aunts, uncles, my granny lives there, my cousins. So, I was going to go last Monday and then stay there till Sunday, like tomorrow, and then returning back to go to work on Monday. So, I didn't go, <laughs> and I will let you know why. So. I was gearing up to fly out last Monday when I got a text from my brother with a photo of a positive COVID test and multiple crying face emojis. And So at that point, I was like, oh, no, this is definitely going to impact the plan in some way. It's weird because I didn't immediately think like I'm canceling. Um, actually, that didn't even cross my mind until later on. But um, yeah, my dad and I were kind of talking about my options and seeing if it would make sense for me to just visit my granny and my mom's family, like just go to their house, which is kind of like in the countryside, um, and not get to see Aiden, my brother during the trip. So that would have been fine. Not ideal, obviously, but it would have been okay. Cause I haven't seen them in a long time and it could have been really relaxing, but something in my gut was telling me why, Would you want to go to such great efforts to not even get to see Aiden, who's only studying in Galway for a finite amount of time? Like a significant part of the trip was really built around going to Galway, seeing Aiden at his university, meeting his roommates, going to some of the pubs, that kind of thing. So that wouldn't have been able to happen right out of the gate, knowing that he had COVID. And another element of making my decision to cancel was the fact that to gain entry back into the United States, I would have had to have a test 24 hours beforehand and obviously be negative. And if I were to be positive, I would have had to isolate in Ireland for seven days minimum and then get a new flight back to Boston. Therefore, I'd miss a week of work and it would have been a huge inconvenience to have to quarantine somewhere with my family. um, And I'd feel really guilty about that. Like, I don't even know if that would have been an option, quite frankly. It just would have been a really huge imposition. And it would be this dark cloud and like anxiety provoking during the trip, knowing that that could potentially happen. So I'd be nervous about going anywhere, like seeing my granny. So all of these things were just kind of coming up. And the fact that I had just gone to the Caribbean right beforehand was a little unsettling because it's possible that I could have picked up COVID somewhere on my travels down there. Anywho, I was hemming and hawing that morning and just kind of trying to figure out what I should do, what made sense. Usually I'm not the best decision maker, like historically, but I'm actually, feel like I'm getting better at it because I'm really learning to listen to my gut. Um, So with that said, I quieted my mind and I really just kind of tuned into my intuition. And something about the new information that I just learned from Aiden was signaling to me that now is just not the right time to go it's not safe and it would have been really nerve-wracking for me plus i wouldn't even get to see aiden which was one of the reasons why i was going and something that i really wanted to do before he leaves galway but luckily he is there for another year so there will be a future opportunity to do so but like i'm not super worried that this was my only chance to go see him in galway at his university but after really just focusing on my inner voice, I knew that I'd feel a sense of relief in a way if I canceled the trip. Like, as much as my head wanted to go and as much as I wanted to stick to my original plan, my intuition, my instincts were saying, Paula, this just isn't what you wanted. This isn't what you had in mind. This trip is just not happening at the right time. And so the universe is going to work for me and make this decision a little bit easier and unfortunately Aiden was like the kind of factor in him getting COVID was the reason why but yeah it was just a really strange coincidence too that the literal day I'm flying out my brother tests positive and it's kind of wild because he had managed to dodge COVID for months even though all of his roommates got it so many family members got it that he was around but Lo and behold, on the actual day that I'm meant to go, he decides to test because he had some symptoms. He he legitimately did, and he was, in fact, positive. So I just couldn't really get over that twist of fate, and my thought was that God, or the universe, or higher being, whatever you want to call it, was giving me a message that this just isn't the right time for you to go to Ireland. I'm working with you here for whatever reason. You might not know what it is at this moment, And your brother did get COVID and that's obviously not ideal, but somehow this is all kind of like working together. And in a way, I do think that Aiden getting COVID was also working for him too a little bit because his symptoms were mild. So that's good. But him getting COVID was almost inevitable. It was going to happen considering how he's out and about in the city and living with other people. Getting COVID for him was actually well-timed. It was like an excuse for him to stay in, focus on his studies since he had told me that he was behind on that. Plus he's not getting COVID during his exam period, which is in a couple weeks, which really would have complicated things anyway. So I definitely was reading into the signs. I was like trying to connect the dots a little bit and I followed my, my intuition and I decided to cancel the trip, which meant that I was just probably going to lay low and stay in Connecticut for the week. Um, And yeah, it was definitely a bummer at first, but, and also more, I would say it was more of like a shock. All of a sudden, like not taking an international flight, which I had been preparing for. And um, it ended up, you know, working out, though. I had been really tired from my previous trip. It was a nice opportunity to just be at home in Connecticut, take some really nice walks and hang out with my family. I caught up on some sleep. I got a manicure with my sister. I did some tutoring, which made me feel productive. So all in all, the week was really positive. It was chill with pleasant. And the final thing I'll say about all of this little update story is I actually just found out today that my aunt, my mom's sister, who I would have been probably staying with and being around, she, in fact, tested positive for COVID today. She would have been a person that I would have been in really close proximity to, so there's a very high chance that I would have gotten it from her, tested positive, and therefore been unable to fly back to the United States which would have been so upsetting to me um, just to have to like awkwardly quarantine somewhere else and be imposing on someone else's home and everything and then missing a bunch of work. It just would not have been good for me. So of course it's upsetting for her to be sick and have COVID. I think her symptoms are somewhat mild as well, which is good, but it just solidified me making the right decision for me and that God had my back and had a way of working things out for me. So that's my little life update. Now I wanted to get into the main topic. Okay, so today's essential questions are, how is travel, or maybe let's say just exploring new places, beneficial to your mental health? In addition, what if traveling abroad isn't an option for you right now? How can you still soak up some of those benefits of seeing somewhere new and Incorporating more exploration into your life. Okay, so where do we even begin? (laughs) There are so many advantages and ways that travel and exploration in general can be really good for the mind. So I have outlined five specific benefits of travel, and let's just dive right in. So the first reason is for the social connection that travel provides. So when we're living just our day-to-day lives we become deeply entrenched in our own inner circle our own world. We are primarily interacting with our family our friends and our co-workers. However when we're traveling we're put into situations and we're forced to interact with strangers who might act or talk differently than the people in your normal day-to-day or your social circle. So vacations what they do is they give us new opportunities to learn about other people and how they live and see the world, it gives us these chances to connect with others and it can be really enlightening. If you listened to last week's episode, my anecdote about the 75-year-old man that my sister and I met was just one example that came to mind. He was the successful lawyer from Belgium who had had a stroke at 65 and had some trouble communicating with us, but he offered some really profound Wisdom, he was so kind and the perspective that he offered, it really did stay with me. So the communication skills and the life lessons that we acquire while we're traveling, it has a way of making a really permanent impression on us. And it can, those life lessons in a way, they can, you know, just stick with us and they become these little golden nuggets that we carry and that stay with us once we return home. Okay, reason number two for why travel is beneficial. Simply put, this is based on scientific studies, by the way, travel can make you healthier and happier, point blank. So studies have been conducted by the Global Commission on Aging and Transamerica Center for Retirement Studies, okay, that's a mouthful, (laughs) plus some other research groups. They found very conclusive correlations between travel and lowered risks of heart disease and depression. Travel is also closely linked to brain health and offers many cognitive benefits that just come with stepping outside of your comfort zone and experiencing new people and environments. Anything new I always think is beneficial to your brain. Your brain is then able to be adaptable and create new neural pathways. Travel also tends to make people more reflective and introspective. I can definitely relate to this perhaps to the point of kind of revisiting your goals and reinforcing your priorities, all of this rings true for me. When I come back from a trip, the positive effects last for weeks. I generally come back with this whole new way of looking at life and I gain a lot of clarity on my vision and my aspirations. I come back with like this refreshed view on life and I have new ideas and this regained vigor about life. It's really awesome. For instance, I feel like, When I got back from the Caribbean last week, I came back with just a more clear understanding and like I really gained a lot of perspective on how I want to expand my tutoring business on my own professional ambitions, how I want to tap more into my creative outlets of podcasting and content creating and all of this is just super exciting to me. I I came back with this like newfound sense of enthusiasm So sometimes a chance to spend some time in a different setting and getting out of your day-to-day routine can really just jazz up your dreams. Okay, reason number three, travel can reduce stress. Now, this one comes with a little caveat because I'll be honest and say that sometimes for me actually travel brings about stress, kind of like, you know, the stress of getting through the airport and making sure that you're packed and ready the stress that comes with deciding what exactly to do and picking the restaurants and the excursions that you're doing. But in general, I typically go into travel with a mindset of thinking, okay, things aren't always gonna be perfect and I don't always expect to follow a specific plan that I have in my head. And I kind of think like by and large, everything's gonna work out and it's gonna go according to the plan that it was intended to. So with that Type of mentality. Travel isn't as stressful for me as maybe it is for someone else. But I do think that travel can be a stress buster because when you're taking a vacation, it removes you from your normal life. It's taking you physically away from your job, from bills, from meetings, from household chores, and just the regular stressors of life. Vacations allow your mind to take a little break from it all and recharge your batteries in a new environment because the day-to-day stresses just feel really far away and it puts everything back into perspective when you return home. And for whatever reason, the bills and the job and like little day-to-day stressors don't feel as monumental when you come back. A fourth reason that travel benefits your mental health is that vacations make us more resilient and they strengthen our critical thinking and our problem-solving skills. This definitely happened on our trip to the Caribbean as there were a few moments where we had to think outside of the box and problem solve around a certain situation. Okay, so one of those examples was one day when we were taking the ferry to St. John, which is kind of like as if you're in Manhattan and you're taking the ferry to Staten Island. Like it's really not far away and they come often. So we were told that we couldn't bring our iced coffees onto the ferry, which we had just purchased. So they were filled to the brim. We hadn't even taken a sip and we were not too keen on just throwing away our $6 coffee that we just bought. And also we were kind of like, why do we have to like throw this away? It just seemed like a little silly, but I guess I understand with like COVID and just keeping the masks on and everything. So we were problem solvers in that moment. We simply covered our coffee. We put a lid on it, took the straw out, put them in our backpacks, covered them up, and just kept them in our bags and didn't open them up until we got to the island, got off the ferry, and then we got to save our coffees and leisurely enjoy them on St. John. But had we not been thinking a little bit outside the box and problem solving, we would have just tossed them out in the garbage just like everyone else was Um, And we would have been frustrated and like a little bit annoyed about it and overcoming this little challenge. I know it's not a big deal at all. It did make us feel a little bit more resilient and it recognized or it, it like allowed me to recognize how we can work around certain obstacles if we just put our mind to it. And, you know, it would have been totally fine if we were to throw away the coffees. It's not the end of the world. But I'm just giving a little example to highlight how sometimes you're kind of forced to think on your feet and Navigate a new situation, a new place with different types of practices and figuring out public transportation can be an obstacle and you get a really good sense of achievement and empowerment when you're able to safely navigate all of those different novel scenarios. And honestly, it feels pretty damn good to be able to do it. There are almost always going to be logistical hassles or like protocols that you disagree with. Or maybe travel delays and unforeseen expenses. And all of those things can be frustrating when you're traveling. I totally get it because you want everything to go smoothly. But that's just not life, even if you're on vacation. However, being able to work around them and conquer these little problems can result in a sense of triumph. And this can contribute to life skills that will serve you well after the trip. I also think that with vacation comes a natural sense of uncertainty And sometimes that can overpower the positive effects, but I think that uncertainty can also make travel so much more exciting and it invigorates your mind in a different type of way. My fifth and final reason that travel impacts your mental well-being for the better is that travel boosts your creative sides. According to Adam Galinsky, a professor at Columbia Business School, immersing yourself in a foreign environment increases your cognitive flexibility. It enhances depth of thought, thereby boosting your creativity. Galinsky is the author of multiple studies that look into connection between creativity and international travel, which I think is so cool. It's such a specific topic. It's important to point out that traveling, you know, stimulates creativity only when you really engage with the local culture of that place, which involves trying new activities, interacting with the local people, and really immersing yourself in a new way of living life. Like you're probably not gonna really tap into that creative element if you're going to a resort where you're not really expanding your cultural views. I think I felt the most creative and this really resonated with me when I was in Sri Lanka a few summers ago. I had been living in a homestay with a Sri Lankan family and it was really there that my creativity soared. I had wanted to tap into that creative side of my brain through photography and making content and videos. And I felt a huge reduction in in anxiety as well as like a deepening into my thoughts. And so I can, you know, speak to that firsthand that I really do think that travel just exposes you to different viewpoints, different environments, different settings that really it's just awesome to be able to kind of like see new things in your mind. I don't know if that made any sense, but (laughs) we're rolling with it. So now that we've discussed the five benefits of travel, I also want to discuss the advantages that lead up to a trip, as well as reaping the benefits long after you come home. It's almost like the pre, the on the trip, and the post the trip. Those are the three ways that you can experience the benefits. So when you're in the planning phase of a trip, and like imagining what you're going to do, creating the itinerary, booking things, there is so much joy and excitement in that buildup. You're envisioning the trip and you're anticipating a lot of happiness and a lot of relaxation. Planning a trip weeks in advance or months in advance can really create a sense of enthusiasm. It gives you something to look forward to. It's essentially like visualizing the Happiness and the excitement before you even get there, which can be really powerful. Then, when you come back from the trip, people tend to hold on to aspects of a travel experience that was enjoyable, and it might even inspire you to pursue something new. It maybe showed you a different side of yourself and give you access to that when you return. For example, let's say you tried some really amazing food or you had this new type of coffee you might be inspired to recreate some of that or maybe like learn how to make certain dishes inspired by the things that you had on your trip for me personally when I was when I travel I love soaking up the small moments like lingering over my breakfast or listening to the sounds of nature that's something that reminds me of who I am at my core and what I want to try to incorporate more of into in my regular life. Another thing is that when we come back from a trip, we're generally more prepared to jump back into our lives with recharge batteries. A Harvard Business Review study of over 400 travelers found that 94% of respondents had as much or more energy after coming back from a good trip. So your performance and your general Energy levels at work will also surge as well. So you can take your PTO and remind your employer of that, that you're going to come back and you're going to be raring to go. So for me, my recent trip reminded me of the value that lies in travel. Being able to take a trip is a huge blessing that I fully appreciate isn't feasible for everyone whether that's for financial reasons or childcare or just not being able to take the time off work, those elements in mind, I get it. However, I encourage you to decide how you can incorporate more exploration into your life. Is a weekend getaway within reach for you or visiting a family member or friend who maybe lives out of state? Maybe you could see if there are are any affordable group trip options. Honestly, even a day trip to a town an hour away can sometimes give you the same sentiment of being away or maybe a hike in a place that you've never been to before, an art museum or like a field trip. Just infuse your world with some of the cultural diversity that you might be craving. I think as long as you are seeing something new that you've never seen before, you can reap the benefits of travel and see how it impacts your mood and your mindset. Also, if you're feeling like you really need a trip fully out of your comfort zone and farther away from home, but the funds are limited, I encourage you to check out Nomadic Matt's website. He has a whole page devoted to how to travel when you have little money, and he has some really good suggestions about working overseas, saving money by cooking at home, couch surfing, which is essentially free accommodation and other cheap options like hostels and B&Bs, things like that, but he has a bunch of different travel hacks, so definitely see what opportunities are out there if you're interested. My general belief is that where there's a will, there's a way, and it might take some effort on your part, but I think there are so many rewards to be had from travel. I think in general, people are not meant to be tied down to just one place their entire lives. For me, I legitimately feel trapped or stuck when I have to stay in the same place for too much time. And I really start to crave exploration and some movement to a different destination. I just think that for myself, life feels more fulfilling when I'm outside and learning about new lifestyles and experiences. I think people who are typically more growth oriented find a lot of satisfaction in travel. And I think that's, I mean, that is a quality that I would certainly hope to find in a partner because I really want to embark on more travel in the future. Anyway, I'm going to leave it there for today. If you have any fun travel plans coming up or you just want to share your take on the significance of travel, please feel free to DM me at reasons to be happy the podcast on Instagram. Also, if you enjoyed this episode, I'd really appreciate a five-star review or if you'd prefer to post a screenshot of the podcast and tag me, I would love to reshare that and spread the word. I'm all about supporting people who are sharing their voices since podcasting is, you know, putting yourself out there. It's a big undertaking. It's a vulnerable moment. And I'd be super thankful if you helped a girl out. So my two reasons to be happy today are number one, my sense of intuition that I believe is continuing to be honed and refined as I get further into my self-development journey. It guided me as I made the decision about canceling the Ireland trip, and I feel really lucky that I did make the correct choice for myself. And my second reason is my neighbor's dog, Ollie. (laughs) One of my sisters takes care of him, and he's literally the cutest dog in the whole world. Um, He's on my Instagram if you want to see for yourself. And it's funny because I never really considered myself a big dog person. Just because we never had dogs or pets growing up. Yeah, I'm just like really fond of this particular dog. Anyway, that's all for today. Thanks again for listening. Have a wonderful week. Talk again soon. Bye.